Welcome back, everyone. In our last episode, Bruce and I were talking about living a prophetic lifestyle. And we're so glad that you joined us again today as we continue this conversation about what it feels like, what it looks like, what it's like to live that prophetic lifestyle. We're going to talk about that here under the fig tree. Talking bad about you and pushing well, you away yeah, and stuff. Everybody wants to be accepted. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to be accepted. But, but, but the reality is is that if my father and my mother forsake me, that's right. then the Lord will take me up. That's right. Yeah. That's the reality that we have to live in, yes. not only as prophets, but as believers as believer. in Jesus Christ, as yeah. followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. If my father and my mother, what, what's the point there? The cl- people closest Close to, to me. me. Right. Yeah. You say this all the time, Troy. The, the concerning church hurt, what, what has now become known as church hurt, right? It's just what? A manifestation of misappropriated trust. A manifestation of misappropriated trust. Mm-hmm. Prophets have to learn how to not misappropriate that's right. wow, that's their trust. That's right. You see, one of the things that I seldom do, if I, have, if I believe I have a word from the Lord, one of the things that I seldom do, and I have to practice it, and I still practice it today, is I don't look at what they look like while I'm prophesying to huh. them. Got you. I'm going to say that again. Come on. I don't look at what they look like while I'm prophesying to them mm-hmm. because then if they got a scowl on their face, mm-hmm. yeah. then I will feel like what I'm saying is wrong. And I'm now pulling from the, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm now pulling from the wrong source when I should be bold enough to say, hey, this is what I'm hearing, this is what I'm seeing, so on and so forth. No matter what they look like in their face, I'm not looking for their acknowledgement. Correct. I'm looking for his acknowledgement. That's right. Amen. And either I believe I've heard what I've heard and seen what I've seen for that individual or I, or I, or I don't. That's good. Amen. All that comes from relationship. It does. And you, you're not going to get a prophetic word that's going to go against the character of God, right? So if it comes from God, it's going to match his character. If it comes from God, it's going to match his word, right? I know one of my favorite, Samuel's probably my favorite prophet. Okay. You know? But Elijah was cold-blooded. <laughs> was I mean, Elijah was, don't get me wrong, but Elijah was cold-blooded. He was brutal. Yeah. I, 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 I love his story because the first time you see him, He's like, look, it ain't gonna rain <laughs> until I say so, and I'm like, I that's some stuff right there. You, there's nothing you don't know anything else about the dude. He just shows up and like, look, it ain't gonna rain until I say so. Yeah, and it just stopped raining. Yeah, and we look at that, we're like, man, that dude, his relationship. But here's the thing, you had to go all the way back to Deuteronomy. Yeah, and in Deuteronomy, yeah, I think it's Deuteronomy 11. Here it is. Take heed, this is verse 16, take heed to yourselves that your heart be not deceived and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. And then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you and he shut up the heavens that there be no rain. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He could look and see what was going on. And this is exactly what's going on. They started following other gods. But he could remember the text. Yeah. Right? That's right. And a lot of times we're like, what? Is, what is, God is speaking to me now. God is speaking to me. But sometimes God's not talking to you directly. He's just right. pointing you to the text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That's right. Go back to the text. That's right. Look at the text, and you can still say what I'm saying 
just by reading the text. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. So when he goes out and he sees, oh, y'all following these false gods and y'all doing all this kind of stuff, oh, I remember. God yeah. said, if y'all do this, it ain't going to rain. Yes. So I tell you what, it ain't going to rain. Right. Because God said so. Right. And he shut up everything. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's just the introduction of him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I'm the whole time I'm reading, I'm like, man, this dude just said, look, I, it's just not going to rain. Yeah. Because he right. said so. Right. Well, because he said so. Right. Because God had already said it was, that was going to happen. Because he had already said it was going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. And sometimes that prophetic voice is not necessarily God speaking to your ear right then. It's yeah. just him pointing you back to the text and yeah. saying, remind the people of what I said. That's yes. so yeah. good. You know, it's, now, now you, you mentioned Samuel. I, I like Samuel. Yeah. And the reason I like Samuel is because there's a scripture that says, and not one word of Samuel yeah. fell to the ground. Fell to the ground. That's why. Yeah. Right? To me, that's cold-blooded, as we would say (laughs) in America. (laughs) As we would say in America, right? Because when when I read that, all I keep seeing is relationship. Yes. So can I say something yes, about that? Yes, please jump in. Because that you 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 mentioned relationship, you mentioned relationship, and then you also said something. That it's not about religion. It's not about works, right? Not one of his words fell to the ground, right? Mm-hmm. But did Samuel do everything right? No, because the Bible says his sons didn't follow in his ways. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Come on. So even though he didn't train his sons to do exactly what they were supposed to do. God still honored the relationship between him and, and, and God. Yes. And because of that, that relationship that they had between the two of them, whatever you say, yeah. I'm going to let it go. Yeah. Let it happen. Even yeah. if you didn't do every single thing right, yeah. we're still good. Right. A relationship. We're right. still good because of the relationship. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't the works. It wasn't the it works. It was about you being. Yeah. That just being. We don't know how to be anymore, but yes. it's just about you being. You being a son, you being Whatever I called you to be, yeah. I called you to this relationship, and we're just in this thing. Yeah. And because Samuel was devoted to that relationship, yep. God honored his word. So yeah, you're going to look at David yeah. and his son. Yeah. 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 Lord oh, have mercy. Relationship was so intact with God that when your son should have just been completely wiped out, yeah. he reminds him, for the sake of your daddy. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So. I love yeah. that. Relationship is big. It's big. It's 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 everything. It's, it's, everything. it's everything. It really is. One of the things I want to bring out as well, or bring into this conversation for the for the listeners, is the Lord showed me, and I'm 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 pulling from Jeremiah chapter one. Most of us I know know Jeremiah chapter one, where God calls Jeremiah, right? Mm-hmm. And He says in verse five, "Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you." I'm reading out of the uh, ESV. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Mm. Then said I, ah, Lord, behold, ah, Lord God, behold, I I do not know how to speak, for I am only a child. And it goes on to talk about God talks to him, do not say that I'm a child, so on and so forth. And then he he says, Jeremiah, what do you see? I wanted to make sure that somewhere in the conversation I touched that because I want to also talk a little bit about the seers and, and their function as well. But, but God asked Jeremiah, what do you see? Mm-hmm. And Jeremiah says, well, I see this and I see that and so on and so on. And we know the story. Jeremiah said, I mean, God says to Jeremiah, for you are seeing well, behold, I will hasten my word to perform it. Mm. 
And I like to make sure when, when, I'm, when I'm in conversations about the prophetic, I like to bring that point out because the Lord showed me this one time many years ago. He said, the first thing that I do when I call a prophetic person, when I call a prophet in particular, is I calibrate their eyes. So that whole scenario played out in Jeremiah where mm-hmm. God is saying, what do you see? He's provoking him to see. Yep. He's provoking Jeremiah to see so that Jeremiah can start the ministry that God has called him to, but he won't start that ministry without calibrating his eyes first. And I think that's very important for prophets on this line or prophets who are listening to this or who will listen to it at some point in time, that God will always calibrate your eyes. How does he do it? He'll ask you a question. Right. He'll ask you, what do you see? How many times have we been in a church service or been in a meeting and God is speaking to us or God is showing us something, right? And we're like, okay, God, am I supposed to get up and say this? Am I supposed to get the pastor's attention? Am I? And for years, I thought that. And the Lord said to me one day, he said, no, it's training. I'm calibrating your eyes and your ears. Right. That's all I'm doing. If I need you to say it, if you heard it, then you could hear me say, get up and go tell him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. So if you don't hear the last part, get up and go tell him, then yeah. just be okay with that. I'm calibrating your eyes and I'm calibrating your ears. And I just wanted to throw that in there somewhere, right? Because I think it's important yes. for, um, for the listeners to understand. You don't have to say everything you see. Mm-hmm. Correct. You don't have to say everything you hear. Correct. Let me say it like this. Everything you see... And everything you hear is not for you to say. Amen. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Everything you say and everything you hear is not for you to say. And I honestly believe that that is a challenge for the modern day prophets out there who believe, who, once again, if you're not settled in who you are as son, then you will look for opportunity to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. You'll look for opportunity to be elevated. Look how I hear from God. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I hear from God, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not what it's about. Correct. He calibrates your eyes and he calibrates. My eyes are still being calibrated 37 years later. Right. My eyes are still being calibrated because he's so big. He hasn't taught me everything. I don't have the capacity of getting it all at, at one time. So he does it layer by layer by layer by layer. So honestly, my eyes are still being calibrated till today. Which I'm glad you said that because, you know, a lot of times people, they, they'll walk into that calling and, just, you know, I'm, I'm, I've, I've arrived oh. you know, because I'm called to this office. I've arrived. Oh. Like you said, 37 years in, there's still something to, to learn. Always something to learn. There's a lot <laughs> <You> to <know>? learn. <laughs> 47 years in, there'll still be something to learn. 67 years in, there's still something to learn. We, we, we're talking about an infinite God. Yes. And we're going to learn about an infinite God in 37 years. That doesn't make a lot of sense. So uh, I'm, I'm glad you said that. And that, hopefully, prayerfully, that will take pressure off of people who are yes. listening to this, that you, you don't, you're not going to have it right from the beginning. You know, you're not going to know it all from the beginning. There's there's training that has to happen, which kind of leads us to one of the points that we did want to bring up, uh, one of the responsibilities, uh, one of the major responsibilities of a prophet, according to Ephesians 4, mm-hmm. is that training part. It is. And the teaching part to teach other prophets. Because I think one of the 
great points that you did bring up is everything you see, everything you hear, you're not supposed to say. That's exactly right. A wise man once told me, and for people that don't know, when I say a wise man once told me, I'm usually talking about Bruce. (laughs) 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 A wise man once told me one time that prophets pray more than they say. Yeah. Right there. Prophets Mm -hmm. pray more than they say. And I've had people, I've talked to them about that a little bit. So if God showed this to me, then why why am I not supposed to say something? Well, maybe you're supposed to pray about it, Mm. right? Yes. Maybe you're supposed to pray about it because it's impossible. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's impossible for a prophet not to be an intercessor. No, you're not wrong. So Great point to bring out, too. A prophet is going to be an intercessor. I believe on top of sitting in front of God, hearing what God has to say, getting the instructions to say it, yeah, and not just to say it, but to convey God's emotion with it. Yes, right. All yes. that goes together. All of that. And on goes top together. of all that, then there's the prayer portion that's probably more preeminent yeah. than anything. Yeah. Uh, Jesus prayed a lot. Yes. He prayed a lot. He was always spending time with the Father. You know, so when he came out to say something, he could absolutely say it boldly. Yep. Without any reservations or anything like that, because I've been with God. Mm. Yes. I've been with God. Yep. And I think, um, in fact, I know, we'll say it biblically, he didn't teach them everything at that time. He said, there are certain things that I could tell you, yep. but you can't handle it right can't now. That's exactly right. You can't handle that right now. That's exactly so I'm going right. to go. Yeah. I'm going to bounce. I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send yeah. this comforter here. He's going to help you out and because I can't tell you right you now. Right. Yeah. I can't give you this right now. So yeah. he didn't tell them everything that he saw. That's Amen. right. He didn't tell them everything that he saw. That's so right. I think it's important for uh, any of the Folks that are just getting started or some of the ones that have been doing this for a while, you have to remember it. You don't say everything you see. No. What is the father's instruction? After he shows it to you, after he says it to you, okay, father, what do you want me to do with this? What do you want me to right? do with it? Right. And then if he says, go tell it to my people, then you go tell it. Yeah. Amen. But if he doesn't tell you to tell it, right. hold on to it and pray about it. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, that's so good. That's Amen. So good. I want to say, you know, in walking out this, prophet, seer, you know, those different names that we have that I just want to kind of mention that they can go together. In the Bible, it even says that a prophet who they used to call a seer, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? First Samuel 9, 9. Perfect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, they, they, I I, want to say that, that, you know, those things can go together. Some ways that people prophesy are, are different. They, they hear and they speak or, it's under unction or it's they see and they describe what they see you know there's there's different ways that god uh calibrates yeah you you and you have to find and that comes again relationship yeah your way that god does that and we could go deep and i don't know how deep prophet bruce is going with this you know the types of prophet and all that kind of stuff but i just wanted to say that don't don't limit god in how you can hear. That's good. Yes. You know what I mean? It, it, it's so many. God is so vast, and he does it in so many ways. And, you know, I've, drawn, I've dri- driven down the street and saw a sign, and it just hit me, and I knew God was speaking. Yeah. You know, I've heard. I've seen. I've I've bubbled up. I've spoke under the unction. Yeah. And then sometimes, uh, you know, um, you're just talking, and it just becomes, you have a knowing that, this is prophetic. Yeah. <laughs> I am prophesying right, right now yeah. and I'm speaking. 
God's heart into this situation. So um, I kind of want to just kind of allude to that a little bit and, and just say if you're growing in it or you're learning, you know, the best thing you can do is sit before God, allow him to calibrate you in the way that he has designed you. Yeah. The only way you can do that is if you sit before God yeah. I love and that. learn your way. I'm so glad you said that. That's so true. I just wanted to say to add on to that as well, when you're learning, uh, first of all, Father's going to put people in your life. Yeah. Protect those relationships. Yes. Uh, you know, when, like it was mentioned before, getting used to being rejected, you know, and you, you get we get um, defense mechanisms where we get used to just being alone. Father never called us to stay alone. Right. You know, there Correct. was a season for everything. So we're not an island unto ourselves. We need each other. Right. We need to be around other prophets. We need that fellowship. Um, but if you're starting out and you're learning, I want to make sure that people understand, like Tisha just said, we are all individuals. And it's okay to learn from someone. It's not okay to mimic someone. Correct. Because then we rob the world of the authenticity of, of um, the creativity of God in you. That we will never get if you never learn to just be you and what that looks like, yeah. because we are an expression of God who created us. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I was just talking to somebody about that today, and I was like, when I got started in ministry, I would look at how this guy preaches, and mm -hmm. how this guy preaches, and how this guy preaches. Right. And you're watching this and you're listening to this, and I'm like, you know what? I don't have that gear. <laughs> I don't have that. If anybody knows me, they know I'm pretty laid back. I'm pretty calm. I teach. That's right. pretty much what I do. Um, and I watch all these other guys. I'm like, yeah, I don't have that gear. Troy, when I first came and listened to you preach, you call it I teach. Oh, no, you were preaching, honey. Um, it was one of the most beautiful things that I've ever seen. It, it really is. To, to see you stand up there and just flow. It really is, Rosetta. I, 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 I second that <laughs> so strongly. <laughs> I really it's, do. It's beautiful. And can't nobody else do it like you. Mm. When Father, and Tisha knows, Lord Jesus, when he flows through me, I only know how to be me. That's it. I, I don't try to do anything. And there is a flow to where it's just demonstrative. It's loud. Yeah. It's in there. It's da 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 da. Yeah. But that's his flow through me. That's right. Yeah. And you know, I I would see someone else, and I'm like, oh man, they're so graceful. <laughs> 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 and like, why can't I be like? That? Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. And the hands just flow like this, <laughs> and all of the words are elegant. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Man, yeah. Jesus was no place around. He was like, I don't even know who this no. is right here. I am not showing up for this right here. I don't want no parts of it. So, it's, you know, be okay with being you yeah. as long yeah. as it's the you inside of him. That's right. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's a beautiful. great way to say that. That's, that's so a beautiful. great way to say that. I yeah. love that. Can you say that again. I sure will. <laughs> it's it's okay to be you. Be you. Just so long as it's the you that is inside of him. Amen. Yeah, man. Amen. That's, I do. That's beautiful. That's such a revelation. That's yes. beautiful. That's, that's poetic, hard. man. It will yeah. be stolen. It freed yes. Yes. Oh, steal it, honey. Steal it. Yes. And the body of Christ, yes. you can have it. You don't have to steal nothing. Yeah. It's yours. I love that. that. As we tend to say, you get credit for it one, one time. time. Yeah. <laughs> and, then and then it's mine. I love that. It's mine. No, it's so good, man. I think this is a great conversation. And if it doesn't help anybody else, it certainly helps me because yeah. because we, we come together and just talk it out. Yeah. And it's something that the body of Christ needs to do more mm. and more and more and more and more. 
come together, man, and just talk it out. I love it. Um, it, it when you when you when you talk the word, the thing that it does is it makes you put away your me my I. Mm. Sure. Yeah. You put away your me my I. Yeah. Because now it's not about you. You're mm. talking about him. You know, and the dynamics of living in him. In him we live and move and have our existence. I mentioned Sia earlier. I want to try to sneak some of this in if I can. Yes, Got it? please. Okay. Because I think it's important, and I believe that God is, um, I, be- I really believe that God is doing something with those prophets that, are, that would be called seers. And I think something has happened. We referenced it earlier, right? What was the scripture? It was First Samuel, Samuel 9.9, nine, nine. Nine, nine, yeah. right? Yeah. That's the scripture that says, um, it says, Before time in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, thus he spake, Come and let us go to the seer. For he that is now called a prophet was before time called a seer. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason that I want to bring that up is because we really don't use the term seer much mm-hmm. anymore. But that doesn't mean that there aren't seers. Very true. Yeah. Correct. It's very important that we bring that point out, right? Amen. And I'm going to say some strong things, and I absolutely encourage you to, if you don't agree, it's okay. Don't turn the radio off. It's okay for <laughs> us to to disagree. Yes. We still believe in the same Jesus, yes. you know. So it's okay for us to disagree. The world will tell us if we don't agree, absolutely agree, then we can't be friends and we got to, you know, (laughs) dare I use the word cancel? I just did. Oh, sorry. That we have to cancel people and all of that stuff if we don't agree, right? I I encourage you, if you don't agree, it's okay. It's all right. But what I want to say about the seer, because I think there's a lot of people out there that don't understand why they're having the experiences that they're having. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A prophet, let me say it like this, and I have a scripture for it, but I'll I'll say this first and then we'll go to the scripture. A prophet can see and hear what God is saying, right? That's a prophet. Okay. A seer can see, can hear, can taste, can smell, Mm -hmm. can touch. Oh, wow. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's good. That's good. That brings a, I, perspective. I got a scripture for it. Here's the scripture. Isaiah 29, verse 10. For the Lord has poured out upon you a spirit of deep sleep and has closed your eyes, prophets, and covered your heads, seers. You get it? Has closed your eyes, prophets, and covered your heads, seers. So whatever was happening mm, there, I got God it. decided, mm-hmm. okay, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to block them, right? Uh-huh. I only have to close the eyes of the prophet because mm. mm-hmm. that's really wow. the only dynamic that they have. That's right. And that's why prophets get caught sometimes because if you can't see it, you're done. Wow. Until the obstacle is moved and you can see again. But a seer... If you close their, his or her eyes, they can still, they can still, still hear. hear. My God. That's right. If you mess with their ears, they, they can, can still, still smell see. it. They okay. can taste it. Mm-hmm. They God. can touch it. Wow. Think, wow. About, think about bread, right? Think about nice, hot, just baked bread, right? Mm. Yes. You see it. It looks wonderful. Mm-hmm. But for a prophet, if a prophet can't see it, they're done. 
That's right. Talk, I'm speaking in general, right? Yeah. The prophet can't it. see if they're done. It's, it's how God set the gift up. And it's important because there's people who are picking up scents, who are yes. feeling stuff yep. and trying to figure out, God, where do I fit this? <laughs> yeah. You're a seer more than likely. Yeah, man. You're a seer more than likely. I just learned something today. I did. <laughs> I learned a lot today, okay? But that brand new. And you don't even understand how much you just helped me. Wow. Amen. Amen. You don't Amen. even understand. Can I just say this too? And this is for, for the seer. I was prophesied to in my early 20s, mm-hmm. that I was a seer, and I didn't even know what a seer was. Mm-hmm. Okay, But I would tell you this. I want everybody, when, when Father has called you to be a seer, and I'm going to tell it on myself, I wanted everything prophetic, let me know things so that people know that it's you, Lord, talking and not me. But I, I did not want to see anything. <laughs> yeah. And I, I didn't want to just come out and say, "Hey, I'm scared. I don't want to see no demons. Yeah. I don't want to see. I don't want to see what I just saw. I don't want to see that person when I close my eyes in X-ray vision. They look like a wolf. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Um. And you can close certain gifts off mm-hmm. that Father needs you to flow in, just from the fear of the gift. Mm-hmm. Correct. Because I, That's honest correct. to God, did not want to. I, Father, I trust your word. Didn't try to make it spiritual. I trust your word, Lord. I don't have to see it. Just tell me, you know. And I believe it's there. <laughs> um, I'm still getting over that. And uh, I'm starting to see even more. Because it's not up to me to dictate how I'm going to use what he gave me. Yeah. yeah. He wants me to use it all. That's right. right. That's really good. That's and, good. I, and I know that's helping people who are listening, you know. Um, and that's why I wanted to bring this out. Because... We don't talk about the seer much anymore. Correct. And yet there are people out there that are having these experiences and don't know where to put them. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to do with them. And then and then we talked about rejection, mm-hmm. right? So now you, now the, the poor little prophet is getting rejected on every side. Think about this little seer right? who, who <laughs> goes to their pastor and says, I just saw dot, 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 so and so on and so forth. Right. And now the pastor's looking at them sideways. Oh, that's or right. you just felt something. Or I just felt yeah. something. Yeah, man. Or, okay, watch this now. You are overwhelmed by what's coming at you. It's hitting you in all your senses. Mm-hmm. And you're overwhelmed by mm-hmm. it. And you break down and just start weeping. And they think that they need to get you some medical yeah. or psychiatric mm-hmm. attention. Yeah. When all you're doing is you're picking up, the gift is working, <laughs> and you're picking up all of these nuances that are just going right over the head of everybody else. I, I've been places and smelled things, and I knew, oh, God, wow, this is crazy. I was among some seers, and it was so interesting because the reason I knew that they were seers, and I knew they didn't know that they were seers, I was in a situation one time where we were in a worship service. Yeah. And we're just walking around the sanctuary worshiping. And this sister came to me. She said, every time you came by me, I smelled fresh baked bread. What's, <laughs> what is going on, <laughs> right? It wasn't about me, but it let me know, oh, she's mm-hmm. a seer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a yeah. seer has all five senses available for God to use to help them process that's right and express the heart of God that's right potatoes <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, somebody came to the house one time when we were having house church. Somebody came to the house one time and, and she said she had never been to our home before. We didn't have any candles going. We didn't have any of those plugins or anything. Just, just us in our little condo. Right. And she, and when she left, she contacted the person that invited her. And she said, when I walked in their house, I kept smelling it smelled like fresh bread or cookies, like freshly baked cookies. And I'm like, man, God, this is crazy, man. That's pretty cool. Thank you for whatever that is. But my point is, is that I recognize that they were seers because of the faculties that were involved in what they were dealing with. Now, here's the other side of it. Like what you said, I'm glad you shared that, Rosetta, because here's the other side of it. It's wonderful if you smell fresh bread. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sometimes you smell the stink of sin. Mm. Correct. That's true. Sometimes you smell, sometimes, d- did you know that lust has a scent? I can believe it. Uh, we don't smoke. I hadn't smoked in, in, a, in several dozens of years, right? I used to. I've been in my house, and all of a sudden I smell smoke. Mm-hmm. I've been going down the road in my car, and all of a sudden I smell cigarette smoke. You know, and it meant certain things. I won't mm-hmm. get into all that, but my point is, is that these faculties are like always working because God has given it to you. And if you're not careful, can I say this? Yes, mm-hmm. you can. If you're not steeped in Him, boy, that's a good word. Steeped. Mm-hmm. You steep your tea bag in hot water. That's a good word. Note to self. <laughs> if you're not, if you're not steeped in Him. You will think that you're going crazy. Mm. And you don't need to think that you're going crazy. You need right. to understand and, and how to process what it is that you're sensing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then on top of all of that, you have the the gift of discerning of spirits Amen. that many times works with the seer yeah. as well, like you were talking about earlier. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to throw a little bit of that out there because I think it's important. Did you ever receive the revelation of the bread aroma? Bread of life. Jesus. Okay. Because what I was hearing, I just, if I can share. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What I was hearing. Thank you, Father. Because he said, tell him. So I'm telling you. And it's literally what you just said. But he said to tell you that it's fresh anointing. Oh, amen. It's like you, you are literally like manna. He is the bread of life. Amen. And you have his aroma. Amen. And it's amen. fresh. Oh, man, that's good. That's, that's good. good. Thank you, Lord. That's that's awesome. I love that. That's awesome. I love that. But you see that scripture, how, thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that. I received that. But um, the, the idea that God had to, he decided he was going to take those prophets, whatever was going on with them, and he, he was going to block them from being able to see and hear and taste. And so that's why I went to that scripture, right, yeah. Isaiah? Yeah. Because he only had to block the eyes of the prophet. Wow but he had to shut off the whole head of the seer so that they wouldn't pick up anything with any of their senses. That's pretty, that's pretty wild. That is wild. And I, I'm, I'm still looking at verse 11. It says the whole vision yeah. has become to you like words of a book that is sealed, yes. which men deliver and to one who is literate, able to do it, read this. And he says, I cannot for it is sealed. Yep. I mean, total block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just, I'm like, just soaking this in right now because so many times 
so many things have happened mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're looking at this and you're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, and I, can I ask a question? Sure. Can you be a seer with two of the, do you need all five to be technically a seer, all five senses? Or can it be one predominant, like seeing and smelling, I, seeing I, and tasting? I, I don't believe that all five have to, have to work in your life in order for you to be a seer. Okay. I think that they work as God needs them to work. So you may have one or two that work more than the others, but I don't think that that disqualifies you from being a seer. You know what I'm saying? That's good. And um, and and that's a great question because that question that question brings us to rules. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a rules question. <laughs> what are the rules? If yeah. I could restate what you're saying, this is how I heard it. Yeah, you're the question right. that you asked. <laughs> wow. yeah. What are the rules for being this? Yeah, and being that. And the rules are: you're a son, you're a daughter. Yeah. That's yeah. right. You said it earlier, and that thing just kind of kind of turned on the inside of me and I couldn't I couldn't shout or holler because we're recording but you said that you're willing to be whatever he wants you to be in the moment mm -hmm. that he needs you to be it boy that's where I live <laughs> that's where I live man that's where I live because and you know what we're doing I look I I pulled the grill out and started heating up the charcoals <laughs> way back when Troy said something or other way back, you know, because I knew there was going to be some some steaks to to grill. Mm -hmm. Some sacred cows were going to be killed tonight. And that's good. I'm at a place now, and I know you guys are, where, look, let's chop them up mm. into New York strips and every other, you know, and into porterhouse and T-bones. Yes. And let's, and let's, let's eat them. Let's, let's not eat them. Let's not bow to them. Let's mm. eat them. Right. You know, I keep hearing in my spirit, and I'm sorry, Bruce, you're, you're qualified for this. Mm -hmm. He has qualified you with relationship for this. And mm -hmm. I, I, I feel like I need to say that. I don't know if someone's saying, but you're qualified for this. Oh, that's good, man. He is, it's not, you're not qualified because you're, you're activated in the gift now, or you're not qualified because you've been in it for X amount of years or whatever rule <laughs> or, yeah. or, or stigma that yeah. you may think, but God is qualifying you because of relationship. Yeah. And, and that's what I kept hearing. You're qualified for this. Yeah. You're that's, qualified. That's so I good. Love man. And I love you say that God yeah. says you're qualified. Because yeah. many times we like to qualify ourselves. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no boo. Yes. Regrade yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't pass the test. Yeah. No, exactly. Or you allow the seminary to qualify you yeah. or mm -hmm. something like mm -hmm. that. The seminary. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, um, it comes from God. That's it, it, it will always come from God. That's so good. Yeah. I, I was uh, thinking about this not too long ago when we were talking about this, because sometimes people have an issue with, you know, how do I hear God? Yeah. But I do believe in Exodus it shows us something, but he did it for a pagan, mm -hmm. right? Okay. So first of all, the Bible tells call unto me, and I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things show that you. you don't know. Yeah. So. The ask is that you call on him. Yes. The promise is that he will answer you. Yes. Amen. Right? And he will show you. So you had a pagan uh, in, in the book of Exodus, the Pharaoh, who asked a fair question. Mm -hmm. Who is this God? Yeah. That I should hearken to his voice. Fair question because he didn't know who God was. Mm -hmm. Right. We look at that a certain way and we're like, how could he ask that? He didn't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fair question, right? 
and I've talked about this before a couple times in a Bible study. I don't know. But he, when God decided to answer the Pharaoh, he said he was going to execute judgment on Egypt and their gods. Yeah. Mm. Right? Yeah. And their gods. Yes. So each one of those plagues was pointed at a specific god. Yes. Ten plagues, ten gods. Yep. And each time uh, uh, the Pharaoh could not get his god to stop what God was doing, so he right. had to come back to Moses <laughs> say, Moses, tell your god to cut this stuff out. <laughs> right? right? And Moses had to go back to God, right? <laughs> and he had to intercede for the pagan. That's the message by itself. He had to intercede for the pagan. Mm. But the interesting thing was he asked the question, but God answered him in a way that he should recognize. Though he was a pagan, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. the Pharaoh was considered a god himself. He was supposed to be the king of all the other gods. Yes. Right? And, and if I strike your god mm. because you asked this question and I strike your god, you should recognize what I'm saying. You're not going to hear my voice because you don't know my voice. Right. Mm. Right? Right. But if I show you this, wow. right, you should recognize my answer. And he yes. gave him 10 tries. Gave him 10 tries. Now, the reason I say that is simply this. For those that struggle with that, how do I hear God? If he will answer a pagan huh. uh, king who did not and refused to believe in him, yes. how much more would he do for you as That's a son? Right. That's right. He will answer you. He may not talk to you the way that he talks to me, yeah. but he will talk to you in a way that you understand. That you yeah. should understand. Yeah. You just have to be open to it. Amen. I promise you, I, when I first began in this, I, we would have prophets come in and they would say what they hear or what they see. And I was intrigued. I'm like, oh, my God, I want to hear God. I want to hear God. <laughs> and so I was literally asking people, these leaders, okay, so what does God sound like? What, what does his voice sound like? Mm -hmm. You know, was it audible? Do you, are you literally hearing like somebody talking to you? Mm -hmm. I mean, what? Take me to me. How you sound? Right. I want to hear. I want to hear him. <laughs> I ain't going to call them jokers, but <laughs> 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 my question was never answered. Uh -huh. And it amazed me. I can tell you when I realized that I was hearing him. It did not come from another human. Guys, we need to help the people. I don't want anybody else going through what I had to go through with that. But I was at work, and I heard, you know, or I thought I heard, get your umbrella. There was no rain for the forecast, <laughs> nothing, you know. And I'm like, psh, dismissed it, walked my little happy self because I had to walk from my apartment to where I was. And while I was sitting there, it began to pour down rain right when it was time for me to leave. Mm -hmm. And I heard of my spirit. Now I know it was him because I'm thinking, right. I'm just thinking stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, if you would have got your umbrella, <laughs> you wouldn't get wet right now. <laughs> And I'm like, I know that wasn't me. That didn't come from me. That's what God, that's God, that's God. He's talking to me. And then I had realized, wait a minute. I've been hearing him all alone. I've just been ignoring yeah. and disobeying a whole yeah. bunch of stuff. And I realized that all of the, the things, big, small, yeah. that he would tell me to do, I, I began to realize that when I obeyed, it worked out for my good. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And when I did not obey, <laughs> it did not work out for go. my good. Yeah. So for go. all of you who wants to know what God sounds like, if you don't know, I hope that just helps somebody because I was helped. Amen. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just the ability to um, to process. It's very important that you stay in His process mm -hmm. as prophets. Yes. It never stops. Amen. It never stops. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. See what God is doing for me right now is He's having me go back. 
and read the whole Bible over again and wow. showing me stuff that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. I call it technology. <laughs> He's showing me heaven's technology, mm. and it's so amazing. So like that scripture, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good, right? We have made so many scriptures metaphor. They're nothing more than metaphor. Yeah. When many of them are reality. He meant them to be reality, not metaphor. There are metaphors in the Bible, right? But a lot of what has become metaphor is simply because, yeah, I'm going to say it, because we can't believe the reality, the truth of what's really being said there. Amen. I can taste and see. Mm. Do you hear it? Mm -hmm. I can taste and see. And see. Uh, I love it. I got it. I got it. I'm just marinating in. I'm just, all I can do is just smile. I'm like, I, I got the Kool-Aid grin going on. It was like, this is ridiculous. Watch the Second Corinthians two fourteen. It says, "But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph, uh, in triumph in Christ, and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of Him." In every place, did you know that God word God's word has a sweet aroma? Oh yeah. Now there's people who know that, mm-hmm. but never really tied it together. That's right. That's right. Their faculties are experiencing something, their sense of smell or what have you, and it just happens to be when they're reading the word. Come on. It just happens to be when they're preaching. Come on. It just happens to be when they hear a pure word come out of a vessel, right? And it's like, yeah, I can taste that. Yum, 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 yum. Oh, God, give me more, give me more, give me more, give me more. And yet he said to us in Psalm 34, 8, we just didn't take it literally. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen? Amen. I've thoroughly enjoyed this. It's always a good time. Uh, for us to come together. This is one of those great topics. We could spend hours all night. Yes, we could. Literally <laughs> talking about this. Uh, before we go, I want to leave our listeners to, with, with this. We have gifts of the Spirit uh, that are outlined in in uh, 1 Corinthians 12. Um, you see the word gifts, charisma, mm-hmm. right? And then you also have those gifts to the body that are outlined in Ephesians 4. Yes. So the, the prophet himself is a gift, just like the pastor is a gift. They're yes. gifts to the body, yes. right? Where you have a gift of prophecy, charisma, where it bubbles up, yes. bubbles up, bubbles up. Yes. And just like it bubbles up, it goes back down, right? So prophetic people, we talked about the difference between prophetic people versus the prophet. Yeah. With the prophetic people, you have that bubbling up of that gift. And at times when it's needed, it bubbles up, and you're operating that gift. Yeah, That's the charisma, where I believe in Ephesians 4, the gift is doma. The yeah. word is doma, mm-hmm. not charisma, which means it's resident. Yeah. It's resident. Yeah. It's always there, and it won't yeah. leave you alone. This is why you'll get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. This is why God come will wake on, you on, up on, at 4 on, o'clock on. in the morning. Come on, come on. This is why you can't sleep sometimes at night because you have to get up and pray. Oh. Yeah. Because it does not bubble up. It's resident it's there. Resident. You cannot turn it off. Yeah. You can't turn it off. Yeah. That's one of the major differences between the, the, the prophetic person yes. 
and the prophet. So good. The prophetic person has it there and it so bubbles good. up at times, but the prophet, it can't be turned off. So good. Once you begin to operate in that thing, it's there and it won't leave you alone. <laughs> and you have to, you almost have to uh, uh, answer that call and begin to walk in that thing in order for you to get peace. It's almost mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. You won't, when God calls you to something, and we've seen that in scripture where God called people to something and they yeah. just could not get rest until they answered that call. Yes. Yeah. This is what that Doma gift is. Yeah. So for you folks that are listening, uh, some of you that are prophetic and then some of you that you might feel like you're in the office of a prophet, I will guarantee you this. If you're constantly getting woken up at three o'clock in yes. the morning and if you're constantly being called to prayer and if you're constantly and you just cannot turn this thing off, mm -hmm. this is probably where you are. This is probably not just being prophetic but you could be the in, in the office of the prophet. Before we close out on this one, yes, I have to get permission. Sure. For you guys who don't understand, I just asked for permission, so he don't know what I'm going to ask. <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's concerning giving or sowing into this 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 podcast right now. Okay. Okay. So I came prepared to sow into your podcast ministry. It's called by God. It's anointed. Amen. You guys have no idea what Father even now is doing from this. Amen. And I've never in my life, quote unquote, partnered. There are just certain tag words I just, they have <laughs> just destroyed. Um, <laughs> but both you and Tisha and Bruce does not know that it had already been laid on my heart. There is, a, 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 I'm, I'm partnering with the podcast. Amen. So on a regular yeah, basis awesome. and Amen. father said to, I wanted permission first that this is a prophetic gesture. I don't know how you guys are set up. I don't know if anybody give or not. I, I don't know any of that, but if they are praise God, if they're not all I know as a prophetic gesture this day, I am partnering with this podcast Amen. to soul and just awesome. help absorb some of the the cost that you guys I know is attached to this ministry father said because you obeyed him mm -hmm. father said because you didn't count your own uh bank account the mm -hmm. cost of it yeah he says I'm going to show you now what I am getting ready to do mm -hmm. there are going to be those who have an endless a bottomless bank account when you are blessed financially, it doesn't mean that you're only limited to money. Yeah. Amen. So he has, he, he, he is blessing you guys and there are resources that are coming to you mm -hmm. where you're not going to have to dig into your own pocket for father himself has says he is financing this. Amen. Yeah. Wow. So I'm, I'm a partner. Amen. My sewing starts today. <laughs> To sow into this ministry oh, that's so because good. you're a good seed. And so I need to encourage everybody that y'all heard me ask for permission. So I'm not being <laughs> prop to do this. I know how some you, you love your money. You hold on real tight as you and your money. She's trying to separate me from a friend. Um, <laughs> no, I'm trying to bless you. So a really quick revelation father get, uh, gave me with giving. Um, the scripture says it is more blessed to give than receive. Someone just told me that and I asked him, do you know what that, what that means? And I begin to hear all the cliches because it's just good to give. It's better to give. No, there is some spiritual reality to this. And what I saw is when you receive, when you're on a receiving end, that giving ends with you. But when you're on the giving end, the giving starts through you. 
Amen. So you That's bless good. yourself every time you release. Amen. There is a door Amen. from the back for more to come in. Amen. Wow. Amen. But if you shut that door at just the receiving end, yeah. there is nothing else that can come in. Yeah. Amen. Wow. So yeah. I encourage, I feel his presence right now. The anointing is here. If you're listening and you have his spirit, he's confirming it with you. You've been thinking about it. I think I might want to. No, you're hearing it right now. Father is saying, if you want to bless what he's doing in here for your own even, contact them, partner up, get mm-hmm. your seed into good ground. Amen. You have given it to all, to, to other stuff. Right, you've given it to Prophet Lion, you've given it just so you can get back. You, you've given it because you know sixty eight dollars, so you can have sixty eight days of goodness. All of that foolishness, wow. you know. So wow. now, how about you give it to the ones who didn't even ask for it? Okay, Amen. because Amen. they're already trusting God to provide for them, and He is. So if you want to bless yourself, if you want to bless your ministry, if you want to bless what Father is doing in your life. Learn how to release so that he can trust you to give so he can give you some more. Amen. So. Amen. Praise God. We received awesome. that too. We received Amen. that. Amen. Awesome. Um, I will add it to the show notes. Um, <laughs> when, we, when we post this one, uh, I'll add it to the show notes. Um, but for the listeners, if you don't look at the show notes, uh, if you do choose to, to sow into this ministry, you can find us at h20live.org. Yeah. h20live.org. And uh, our website is there. Amen. Uh, you'll be able to... Uh, join us in what we're doing uh, and what God has directed us to do. If if anybody knows me, they know I can't stand the sound of my own voice. So <laughs> as far as this recording stuff, I, I'm not, and I got to edit it. So I have to listen to my own voice. <laughs> so yeah. Um, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, amen. Um, so this is Troy. This is Bruce. I'm Rosetta. And we thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time under the big tree.